Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I have the honor today to speak with Mike Tecu from uh, my favorite new company, actually, Momentum. Mike, it's an honor to have you on the show. Well, it's an honor to be here, Michael. Yeah. So um, just for context, Mike and I connected randomly through the interwebs, uh, for which I'm very grateful. Some aspects of the interwebs are not my favorite, but uh, this is one of the instances in which I feel like uh, grace shined on me. And uh, Mike, I had seen a friend of mine who I've also had on the show, Ben, ben Greenfield, speaking about kind of his favorite new longevity supplement. And I, as a you know, I don't love the term, but as an active biohacker and someone who's always concerned on optimizing my health was curious and had my curiosity peaked. And so I reached out to Mike and, um, or he reached out to me. I can't remember the sequence, but in essence, we wound up getting on a conversation, a call, phone you call. You reached out to me. It's not a big deal. No. <laughs> <laughs> I reached out to him and, uh, we had a beautiful conversation and, um, and, Mike is a serial entrepreneur. He's he's uh, he's been quite successful, but uh, and, and we'll, I guess we'll get into it a little bit. Uh, but he created what has now become one of my favorite products. So I think we'll get into that in a little bit. But why don't we start, Mike, by you sharing just a little bit of of what inspired you to create momentum? I know that you're you're at a place where it wasn't necessarily something you have to do. Uh, but yet you felt inspired to do. So can you share a little bit uh, about your inspiration? Um, well, in 2019, I had sold all the companies that I had been working on and um, kind of set myself up and thought I had retired. But uh, that lasted several months until I got very bored. And um, I just did a lot of inward uh I guess work is, is the only word you can think about it. And I wanted to level up. I wanted to know what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And uh, I just started paying attention to my attention. Where was I naturally curious? What was I just doing because I had an, uh, I had an itch to scratch? And the thought came to me as, as a challenge. Like, what if I got a year younger this year? That's like the most audacious goal I could think of. And that just started... That just started the wormhole, just digging and digging and researching and questioning, well, what is causing aging? Why are, why are we breaking down? Is there anything we can do about it at all? And sifting through the noise. And I wanted to, I wanted to challenge a couple of notions that I came across. And one of those is that being healthy is suffering. Uh, you know, the, the no pain, no gain, like eating healthy foods, like there's just no way around it. You're, you're not going to like it, but you have to do it. Um, I wanted to challenge that. And then I just kind of wanted to challenge the idea that it was only for like elite biohackers, you know, or the, it had to be very complex and difficult. So that's what I wanted to do. Uh, and uh, I set out with the idea of like, well, if, if I was a billionaire, what would I create as the optimal, most effective protocol? You know, excluding the ideas that cost was a problem or it, it, there would be just maximizing uh, efficiency on it and effectiveness. And so I went through the list of the top three, 400 supplements and superfoods and all these things that people could be taking and narrowed it down to the ones that had the most scientific backing that were actually replacing the things in our body 
that declined with age or that most people were deficient in. And then I wanted to know like, okay, I'm, I'm taking like 20, 30 pills every day. This sucks. Uh, humans don't like to do things that are painful. What does this look like if it was easy? Okay, we can put it all into a shake. It's one supplement now. You don't have to source all these things. Um, and it's simple. And then does it have to taste terrible? Does eating healthy have to be unpleasurable? No. Well, what would this look like if it was delicious, if I looked forward to it every day, um, if it was an easy habit to create? And that is what slowly birthed momentum, the kind of all-in-one longevity shake was trying to solve all those problems for just the average person. And uh, I, think it's, I think it's my masterpiece. I think it's the best thing I've ever done. Uh, zooming out, that's really was the goal for me. Like, I don't have to work anymore, but what am I going to do for the next hopefully hundred years? Right? Um, what is what what does that look like? So I, I wanted to start creating things that I was intensely proud of, that were as good as I could possibly make, without being concerned about does this make money? Uh, just how good can I make something? Because I wanted to create a platform where I could do the thing that lights me up, which is create. I just wanted to keep growing and creating and do that probably endlessly. So that is the the backstory on momentum. Yeah, it's it's I really resonate with it. I love the question actually, what if this was easy? You know, um I think that I I heard that first from uh, I think it was Tim Ferriss, but it's a question yeah. I often ask myself where it's like, okay, cuz like what you're saying, I mean, I literally have a cabinet full of supplements and um when I saw the ingredients that you had, I was like, okay, actually, if I could condense this into one thing, that would be highly compelling. And I've also, I just finished um, Peter Tia's Outlive book. I don't know if, if you've book. read it, but for, yep. yeah, you have, of course, for everyone listening, if you haven't read that book, I think I, I, my literary agent just sent it to me. I think it's still number one on the New York Times bestseller list. So hopefully most people have, have gotten it and read it, but um, highly recommend that book. And Atia obviously talks about some of the tenets of longevity. I also had the the chance to have Dave Asprey on the show, and you know a lot of the ingredient, a lot of the things that he mentioned to me actually are core ingredients um, in in the shake. And some of the things were very hard for me to find. For example, like NAD plus. You know, generally speaking, like I would have to go to like my my like wellness lab over here and get a shot. Um, but I've noticed anecdotally not only. Am I feeling great? I mean, I'm taking this now daily. It's it's a lot of times my my go to uh, right before I, I I right after I hit a workout here. I live right by Gold's Gym, so right after Gold's, oftentimes before yoga. And for me, I, what I'm finding is like a super clean energy. But I'm noticing also like super anecdotal stuff. Like actually, this is very random, but I have like a dead toenail. And all of a sudden, it hasn't it hasn't grown back for like years. And I don't know. I can't, of course, say. But like, I don't know if the collagen's having an effect. But basically, like, I'm now having a healthy toenail growing again. I know that's something like very small. But I was like, wow, this is a this is amazing because I hadn't been taking collagen, and it's the only thing I can necessarily think that would have that that efficacy. But can you go into a little bit for those listening? I mean, for me, it's kind of like. Uh, it's 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 sort of the master formulation, and I love this idea of alchemy. And you know, lots of traditional cultures. Um, you know, I studied Ayurveda, for example, um, uh, in Sri Lanka and in India, and 
a lot is around using some of these natural uh, materials, but doing so in the right combination such that it can produce the greatest efficacy. So could you talk a little bit about, and maybe we could even go through some of the, the core elements and, and how they have impact on our health and longevity? Yeah, sure. Um, the, the current state of the supplement market uh, or even content creation, uh, or maybe even just the way humans work, is that we want to have a very simple answer. We want one thing to be the problem that we can eliminate or one thing to be the thing that we can add and it's going to solve all of our problems. But life and the body, and we're all complicated, right? Mm-hmm. So there is no one thing that maybe in this situation is helping you out because the body needs a zillion things. Uh, and that's why we're trying to provide as many of those things that you are likely deficient in or that have been declining as you get older together because there's a synergy to it, right? It's not just one thing. Uh, you know, you can't just eliminate carbs. You can't just eliminate fats or you can't just add, you know, a superfood or something and then you're set. It's, it's all of them working together. Um, so to make it into the shake, it had to, to meet a pretty strict criteria. It's like, is this something the body's made out of? Is this actually declining as we get older and can we replace it? Um, Or is this something that the vast majority of people are deficient in, say like magnesium or vitamin D, right? Those are things that most people are deficient in. Uh, Everything is is very important, but something like vitamin A or vitamin E, almost nobody's deficient in those things. So it's not included. Um, And then the other parts that are important when you're like formulating something is it can't just be a trace amount of something. It has to be an effective dose of something. So the benefit of the being a shake is I have so much more room. I'm not trying to fit everything into one magic pill. I can put real doses of stuff that, you know, this is where the scientific studies show this is the effective dose. I have the room to fit it all in there. Um, And so I think that's really important. But uh, just to kind of start things off, our bodies are made out of protein, right? They're made out of collagen. Those decline by like 50% by the time we get 60. Um, and if you look at what aging is, it is the loss of these things that those are the we're, we're, the symptoms we're feeling is we're losing muscle, we're losing our uh, our joints, our skin elasticity. That's where it's going to show up, and that's because we lose collagen, protein, hyaluronic acid. So what can we do to put those back up to youthful levels? And so that's the that's the base of the shake. Um, and then we get into NAD plus. This is the fuel for your mitochondria. If you guys remember the, the Krebs cycle back in biology class, your mitochondria burns NAD to create ATP, and then it goes through another 18 steps to be recycled back into the body and recreated again. That declines as we get older. It's responsible for, for energy, but it's also responsible for things like DNA repair, um, which is another accumulating thing of aging. We have the body is this beautiful thing. Every day it breaks down and every day it rebuilds itself. And to rebuild it, you need these raw materials to do it. And it, we're, so many of us are deficient in these things that it tries to make the repair and it can't. And then you have accumulating damage. The things don't work as well the next day and then it causes more damage. And that's, that's just what getting older is. So if we can give our bodies the raw materials to repair itself, I think we can slow that aging process without having to do any, you know, magic elixir kind of things. Just, just the, just the basics. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, the protein is is one I feel like I'm hearing more and more about. Just so many people deficient in protein, and as we as we age, very few of us are actually getting enough protein. Um, but obviously, you know, and there's various schools of thought. We don't have to necessarily go into to to diet, but um, not all proteins are created equal, just as not all supplements are created equal, right? And I think one of the things that that struck me when when we had our first conversation was kind of the quality of ingredients, right? Like I I feel like right now, unfortunately, in the supplement industry, there's very little regulation as a, as it as it goes to the quality, you know. So, for example, you know, I've ordered glutathione on Amazon, but I have no idea the actual quality of that glutathione. And what 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 really resonated with me when we, you and I were just having kind of a one-on-one conversation is like because of where you are in your life and and kind of what you've been able to create, you weren't necessarily worried about like how cost effective it was. You were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, no. Where can I find actually the best quality sources anywhere in the world?" And, and then how can I, you know, combine those into the most potent kind of formula? And, and I think that's so valuable. Can you talk a little bit about how you thought about sourcing and where you went to this, to the source to find, for lack of a better term, the best across different categories? Right. So the supplement world is insane. There's like Anybody can start anything and there's very little oversight. And the way that process would normally work is say you wanted to start a supplement company, you would go find a manufacturer that was making protein and you would say, I want Michael Trainer protein. Will you make that for me? And they'd be like, yep, we got this. Here you go. And that's usually, that's probably how 90% of supplements are made is they, what is on hand? Uh, what is the, you know, easiest to source or the, the cheapest? Um, and I wanted, once I realized like how little oversight there was, I wanted to really eliminate a trust factor. So I don't trust anybody. I went out and individually sourced every single ingredient myself and always defaulted like, what's the most expensive? That's going to be the first thing. Um, and then figure out what's the most bioavailable, what's the most sustainable, uh, what has the least amount of chance of causing harm, say like uh, high levels of, you know, heavy metals or something like that. So uh, for the protein, for example, um, the term grass-fed has zero meaning in the world. Uh, it can mean that they get fed grass like 30 days a year, or it can mean that it's 365 days a year. And there's no certification for most. Um, so for example, uh, I'm in Wisconsin right now, uh, the dairy capital of America. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of grass-fed dairy here, grass-fed. But it's under snow six months a year, so it can't be, right? There's very few places in the world. So we source ours from Ireland, the same place you'd get like Kerrygold butter from, which is widely considered the highest quality. And they have a certification program. Because the sun is available and grass grows almost year round, they can certify that 95% of the year, these cows are out in the pasture. They are not getting any antibiotics. They eat grass and live normal lives. And it creates not just peace of mind, but a really superior product that's more digestible, has more essential amino acids in it. Um, so yeah, we do that for every single ingredient and try to source out that. and. 
then I, again, I don't trust anyone. So we send this to a lab and then we have it third party tested for, you know, mold and bacteria and any kind of toxins and heavy metals. And then it makes it into the shake and then we test the shake. <laughs> I love it. Let's actually, so when you sent me, when I got my first momentum, I actually got this, uh, which I've never seen done before, like a full like ingredient profile. And, and it discusses kind of the efficacy of, of each of the elements. Um, you've talked a little bit about protein already, um, but I'd love to talk about some of the other, because I was familiar with the majority of the ingredients, but I wasn't familiar with, with all of them. Um, talk to me a little bit about NAD+. Can you talk about the, the benefits of NAD? Uh, well, we kind of talked about it just before. It's part of the Krebs cycle. Um, is it in the world in the longevity world? This has been kind of the the new darling for the last you know five to ten years. It's it's a form of vitamin B three. It can come in uh, niacin, NR, uh, NMN, and uh, it's a precursor to NAD. You can't ingest NAD efficiently because it's too big of a molecule to get through the cell wall. So you need to take the step before that, and that goes into the cell and then converts into NAD+, which is what your mitochondria can use. Um, it's really not apparent why we start losing so much of that at like age 30, um, but we do know the benefits of taking it and uh, the aging parts that happen when you decline. And some of that is in detail with uh, your, your DNA being damaged and not repaired effectively. Um, it's just a complicated process, but all the anecdotal evidence out there and the human clinical trials say that this is working really well. And it takes about two weeks for most people to have that topped up. So for the first two weeks, you would feel a pretty significant energy boost if you were, uh, you know, 30 plus and maybe not optimally healthy. If you're very young, maybe it's not something you notice right away, but within two weeks, uh, that, and, you know, more intense energy buzz is going to go away. And then you'll just start seeing things slowly start to repair. Um, I think at like a month, people are seeing pretty significant skin improvements. Um, in the, you know, the three month mark, they're seeing strength gains. Uh, and you, I don't, I want to, I don't want to point to one ingredient because it's, it's the synergy of everything together, Of course, but you're going to see, uh, you know, a, a greater focus, you know, and, and enhanced just cognitive ability. Um, I don't get sick really anymore, which is awesome. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, just, just all kinds of signs of vitality that you, you wouldn't even think like, like your toenail, like that's not something I would, oh, that's, you know, but whatever is happening as we get older, we can, we can maybe put the brakes on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's super valuable. Um, the mitochondria, you know, I don't know if I've discussed this with you, but I've been acutely part of the... <laughs> impetus for the launch of peak mind, uh, was around cognitive health and cognition, um, having, you know, had firsthand exposure to dementia with my father and, and really going deep down the rabbit hole in talking to a lot of different doctors and, um, you know, folks at the, at the forefront of, of the, of the science as it relates to brain health. And the mitochondria is one of the pieces, you know, it's the sort of the powerhouses of, of the cell that I think, we don't talk about enough, but has, has, has such a, a profound effect. And as you talked about, you know, like the combination of things, right? Like one of the other things I've, I've been cognizant of is one, I want my, obviously my cells firing at all levels, but 
But secondly, you know, when you talked about the collagen and the protein, I feel like for me, one of the things I, I've just started doing, so I, just, I actually just recently started weight training again, because a lot of the science now is showing actually that that our musculature has has huge effects on, on how we age. And, and that was actually from, from Peter Tia's the, the Outlive book where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, like I need to work on my VO2 max and my getting my cardio, like for my, my heart health, obviously my total health. Um, but also like I need to get like, because all of us are losing muscle as we age, I need to get my, my, my muscle mass back and on point. And, you know, I, I was just looking at, you know, Bob Weir, you know, the great, the dead just retired. And, and, and right. Weir is like, I think he's, he's got to be in his eighties and obviously party literally like a rock star his whole life, but he's looking great. And I actually went deep into like his health routine and how critical sort of like maintaining does CrossFit, but like how that's enabled him to, you know, at 80 years old after touring for, you know, harder than any rock band for 40 years, staying in the game. And so for me, this has now become like, it, it actually was, you know, you could say chicken or the egg, but for me, it was, I, I re-read Atiyah's book and then I was like, and then you and I had a chat and I started taking the protein shake and then I was like, actually, it would be optimal if I joined the gym, then I'm going to take the shake after the gym. So it's anyway, it's it, it's combining, I think, I think there's also, as you're saying, it's kind of the total uh, alchemy of the product, but I think there's also a cascade effect. I mean, every time we implement something into our life that 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 is a demonstration of our commitment to our health our vitality our longevity there's there we start making in my opinion better decisions at least i've noticed that in my own life and and so for me um this has become one of the simpler ones right it's actually my reward i'm like oh, okay if i hit the gym then i can have like the delicious you know shake after and it'll be like it'll be like the double the double boost you know because to be honest, at the moment, like I'm really working on shedding in advance of my birthday, which is in a month, you know, so like I'm like, I want to be the fittest I've been in my life, you know, by my birthday, August 30th next month. So like, I'm not doing a whole lot of, you know, other foods that taste, I mean, yes, yeah, some of the things taste good, but like by and large, and I, I love like, how I love eating eggs, I love spinach, I love all those things. But this also kind of tastes like dessert, you know, which is like, but yet right. it tastes good. So, so it's, it's, it's like, uh, it, it's got a lot of, uh, benefits that I'm, that I'm enjoying. Um, but I want to talk a little bit cause the two, I, two of the ones I didn't know that much about, uh, were hydrolonic acid and sun fiber. Can you talk a little bit about those two ingredients? Sure. For, first off, how old are you turning? I'm turning 47. That's incredible, Michael. Yeah, um, man. I feel great. I, love- I actually just had, I just had, I was at a, at an event over the weekend and, and, and this, uh, you know, person was like, how old are you? And I was like, how old do you think? You know, she was like, and I get high thirties early for like, she was like, she, her first guess was 41, but I was like, you know, if I'm, if I'm get, getting, I take that get, guess of five years, six years younger, I'll take it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Something's going right. Uh, what I love about what you said, what if I got in like the best shape of my life? I just I want to create these new belief systems that are are challenging and hopeful, mm. right? And this idea that we are progressively just going to become less attractive and weaker. I want to challenge that. Like why? Like we can do stuff about it. We yeah. we we have more free will, I think, and more uh, wiggle room to do stuff. And the benefit of getting older is wisdom. And experience. Mm-hmm. And what if we could have the energy 
that you know we had when we were in our 20s early 30s yep. with the wisdom of being in our 40s i think that's a potent thing not just for ourselves but what we can do for the world because our prerogatives change too as we get older totally i think we become a little less self-centered and i just want to unleash that human potential you know even if i can add one two five years to some some people doing real positive things in the world mm-hmm. and have them be at their peak for longer. That's what gets me really motivated to create something amazing. Um, so that's, that, that excites me that you're, you're feeling like you can do that now. Um, a lot of the shake is built around helping everything else that you need to be doing for aging. Of course, mm-hmm. you need to be doing strength training. You need to be having great sleep. You need to be finding out what are the sources of stress in your life and how can you reduce them? Um, you need to be having more community in your life and you need to be optimizing your nutrition. So I'm trying to help all of those things happen. So w- one of the reasons we don't work out that much is because it's painful, right? Mm-hmm. We just will not do stuff that's painful. So can I speed up your recovery? Can I give you more energy while you're working out so it's less of a drag? Um, And for me, that's what I've experienced by having enough electrolytes, by having enough protein. uh, I just recover faster. Uh, I've spent my whole life attempting to work out. I'll I'll work out for six weeks. I'll start looking in the mirror and be like, yeah, all right. Mm -hmm. And then I'll injure myself or I'll be sore for three days and I'll be like, screw this. I just... It happens every single time, and then I'm off the bandwagon. And then this has been the first time in my life where I've had, I I think we're going on eight months of consecutive really being able to go to the gym and increase my weight every time I go. Uh, It was November, I think. I had started out doing an incline bench press, and I was at my normal max of like 140 pounds for six reps. And right now I'm doing about 265 for six reps. Wow. And to me, that's like, wow. Uh, you know, the, my goal is not to get as bulky as possible, is to increase my strength so I can have that for as long as possible. Because when you increase your strength, it's, it's not just a confidence boost and an energy boost, and it helps you burn fat and increase your metabolism. It, it solves so many things. It's, it, as Dr. T would say, it's the longevity drug. Yeah. But... <laughs> It also just, it just feels good. I, I, I don't know totally. how else to, to say it, but it's, it's something you need to be doing. So anything that will facilitate that process, make it easier is something I, I, I think we should be pursuing. Uh, to answer your questions, you wanted to know about hyaluronic acid. Yep. And- hyaluronic acid and the sun fiber. Right. Right. Let's start with sun fiber. Great. Uh, that's not something your body is made out of, but we include it because most people do not get enough fiber. Mm. And what, what does fiber do? It controls the speed of your digestion. So if we look at almost all autoimmune diseases, uh, it's your immune system getting confused by a protein or a virus or you know something in your bloodstream and it get we have inflammation, and then it can't tell the difference between uh, this this protein and your body. So uh, one of those examples might be gluten. Uh, the gluten protein looks really similar to say the myelin sheath in your body. And this w- w- to kind of step back. Uh, my girlfriend she got diagnosed with MS about uh, three years ago, and so I got, we got deep into all of this. And 
why is there gluten in your bloodstream? Well, maybe your 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 digestion is going too slow, so you are not you know being regular, uh, and you have nowhere to go. It's undigested food that's being brought into your bloodstream, and it's causing inflammation. And you've confused your immune system, and now it can't tell the difference because these these proteins look really similar. Uh, so we really want to avoid that if possible. So that's when your digestion goes too slow. And then now there's the opposite. It goes too fast and you're just, everything's running through you. It's a laxative. And that means you're not getting enough nutrition. You don't have enough time to absorb this. So most of the fibers on the market are what they call long chain or short chain. Mm-hmm. And as you might imagine, a long chain makes it take, it's, it's a longer chain, takes longer to break down. It's going to slow down your digestion. And a short chain is going to go through you quicker. Mm. So what's really interesting about sun fiber is that it's one of the few medium chain fibers out there. Trying to get that Goldilocks speed through your digestive system. So you're absorbing all the possible nutrients that you can out of your food. But simultaneously, you're not getting backed up and then causing all this undigested food into your bloodstream. Um, The gut is the key to so much health. And we really want to start there. It's also why we include L-glutamine, which you kind of referenced before. Um, it's responsible, one of, of one of many things, right? But one of the things it does is heal the lining of your gut to help protect it from getting all this undigested food uh, out into your bloodstream. Uh, hyaluronic acid is something that is in all of our bodies. It is responsible for retaining moisture in our skin and joints. It declines as we get older. Uh, you've probably heard of it if you've worn any kind of like, you know, face moisturizer. They put someone in just told H-A, me about it for your skin. Acid. Yeah, yeah. What what exactly does it do? Hyaluronic acid. I I forget the exact number, but I think it holds. Uh, it's a it's a humectic. Yeah, humectant. It holds moisture, mm. so it can hold a hundred times more moisture than uh, like a water molecule. Mm. So it keeps it in your skin. It keeps it in your joints. Um. The problem with using it as a skincare routine is that your skin doesn't heal from the outside in. It heals from the inside out. Mm. So if you put it on your skin, it's only getting this first outer layer of skin. If you take it orally, you're not just getting your face, but you're getting everywhere in your body. And it's where it's supposed to be healing from the inside out. Um, The extra little uh, tidbit is that most hyaluronic acid is made very, very small. It's called low molecular weight very small molecules. And that's because it's used mostly in skincare and they're trying to penetrate into your skin. Uh, What we want is high molecular weight. Um, And that's because that's what, if you were to look in a microscope on the inside of your body, that's what the molecules would look like on the inside of your body. So we want to mimic that as much as possible. Um, If you take low molecular weight, your body's not going to recognize it. It's going to treat it like inflammation. Mm. So we're using a very expensive high molecular weight hyaluronic acid and it's going to be filling in all the gaps in your skin and your joints to help it maintain moisture. Amazing. Yeah, because I wasn't clear, but I, lo- I love the way you describe that because I, I recently, I think I was telling you I was on a trip to Idaho, a rafting trip. And it was it sounded amazing, it, by the way. It was freaking incredible, and it was um, with uh, with the founders of a uh, called Be Here Farm, which they make like you. They and and this is new in my life. I'll be you know I'll be honest. I like I grew up in the Midwest. You know, my dad was a, a milk, uh, you know, meat and potatoes kind of guy. You know, went to Walgreens to get you know our milk, 
and not saying that in any negative sense. I just think generationally they didn't really know better. You know, as as we've seen the food pyramid that was sold to us that was based, you know, in my public <laughs> public school cafeteria was absolutely eggs are bad, fat is bad, very right, bad, yeah. based in very bad science and totally antithetical to uh, to our to our health and nutrition now demonstrated. Um, so. I didn't, and I, I, you know, I travel, I love traveling around the world. I, you know, I kind of eat whatever's in front of me for much of my life. Um, It's only been, you know, really since the start of the show that I've gone super deep uh, because of, as you talked about with your girlfriend with MS, which I'm super sorry to hear, when my dad was diagnosed with dementia. She's doing great now. Oh, that's good. That's great. Um, After he had, you know, he had had, he had, uh, you know, cancer before that. And I was just like, just seeing the efficacy of of you know diet nutrition and how it can be so impactful obviously in combination with other you know exercise and sleep and all the things that you mentioned but just how how much disease there is now you know out out in you know I think there's now more obese people on the planet than non-obese people and for the first time in human history and so much of what we call food is is not actual actually food at all right like ingredient lists that you cannot I couldn't you know I can't pronounce and I definitely don't know what it is and I think unfortunately many people live in food deserts, you know, like so driving up through mm-hmm. Idaho, you know, you drive around and, you know, you know, most people are, are, don't have that many people. I don't say most, many people don't have access to this kind of quality. And what's beautiful is now with, I think not just, you know, with your, with your momentum and other products is you can actually get things delivered to you that you didn't previously have access to. But but what I've been tuned into uh, on this Idaho trip was two of the guys there were founders. Another guy was a founder of Sun Potion, and and I did for the first time. I hmm. never had a facial. I did for the first time in my life uh, uh, what they called like a golden milk facial with all these different in- ingredients. And that was actually the first time I had before I got your your your, your pamphlet had heard about hyaluronic hy- hyaluronic acid. But it's hard to say. I, I I felt like. I was getting into all these ingredients and they had like every morning these, uh, you know, these elixirs, you know, and I was like, I, f- I just felt now granted part of that was also, I was in deep nature, which to me is also the ultimate healer, right? Like I was, I literally saw grizzly, I saw not grizzly, but brown bears. I saw eagle, golden eagle, bald eagle, snakes. I saw, you know, and I'm in a river. So I'm just immersed off my screen, you know, no cell phone, no calls, no stressors, and just back in the rhythm of the natural world. Combine that with the fact that we had a chef who was cooking literally with with the best ingredients from all over and the tonics and, you know, my momentum routine. It's like I felt better than I've felt in I don't know how long I can remember. I felt so freaking amazing. And I've just been kind of continuing that right now where I'm like, okay, this is like, this is like the true goal. Like I want to actually like the things I hadn't previously, t- like I'm now like doing nighttime skincare routines. I'm like, I've got like all these reg, I got my, my, my afternoon momentum routine. I've got my, my different pieces where it's just like, I want to nourish myself so that I can be one feeling optimal now, but also like you said, kind of, um, here for the long game. And and I think I don't know if everyone knows this, but like, you know, yes, you know, as you asked appropriately, you know, how old are you going to be? I think what's interesting is, you know, 
we age biologically, chronologically, of course, you know, I'm going to be 47. But biologically, although I haven't measured this yet, and this is what I'm going to be interested to do in a couple months after doing this routine for some time, you know, we can actually age in reverse. Like my friend, Mark, Dr. Mark Hyman, you know, he's in his 60s, but I think he's biologically in his 30s. So he's reversed his biological age, even though chronologically he's aging. And, you know, I just, this is anecdotal, but like, I grew up, I don't know, I don't know if you were a fan, but I grew up with Brad Pitt and there was just like, you know, it was Wimbledon just happened. And let me just say, man, the guy's looking freaking good. And I was like, how old is Brad Pitt? And he's 59 years old. And I was like, man, my parents' generation, 59 was like, you know, it, it, that was old. You know, it was like people looked old, you know, it was, and, and Brad Pitt does not look like what I perceived of as 59, you know? So I think, I just feel like if we, are mindful and take care of ourselves, I think we're in kind of a brave new world of what's possible. And like you said, I think the degree to which we can have the benefit of aging, aka the wisdom, the experience, you know, the insights, um, but yet combine that with the energetics of youth and and actually, you know, bringing ourselves back and, and, and hopefully reversing our biological age. Like we're in uncharted territory, I think, in terms of what's possible. I think the, the the small mind shift of trying to ask a question, question, how good can life become? Yeah. And you add long-term thinking on top of that mm-hmm. is this huge unlock. Just the idea that we're not going to all of a sudden become worthless and decline when we hit 60, that we could keep progressing, we could keep making even better things is really energizing for me. Um as soon as I started working on this, I started thinking about that. Like, well, what would I do if I had an extra 20, 30 years? And it changed the the how and the why of what I was thinking about doing. And it's even even in small things. Uh, like we have a, I'm restoring this prairie here that I live on. I got 20 acres. And I didn't want to do it for the first few years because it was like, oh, this is like a 15-year project. Like, I, that, I don't have time for that. But maybe I do. Mm. So I want to just start investing. We started it two years ago, and I'm still like six years out from really like being able to have a field full of wildflowers, but I'm going to be here for it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's worth doing things that don't have immediate return. And that's how I, I, I've been approaching the business as well. Uh, there are things that I could have done that have higher margin or would have like converted better. Um, and I just don't care because I want to build something that takes a very long time, has a very long tail. Uh, and can be around for a very long time. And it's just exciting to me because you just change how you operate in life. Yes. When you all of a sudden start thinking that I could be here a long time. And what do I want the next 50 years of my life to be full of? And it's, you can invest more energy and time for a longer payout. I'm not going to do things like, oh, I'm just going to work for another 10 years at something I hate and then I'll retire. No, I want, what can I do that it's going to light me up, keep me growing, uh, keep me excited about waking up every day for the next 50, 60, 70 years. So it's, it's really, it's really inspiring. Yeah. What you said that, that, that hits for me. Cause I actually, so I, I recently got, um, you know, I, I, I got these huge cork boards to map out my book, which is, by the way, probably been a five-year process in and of itself, uh, hopefully moving towards uh, getting that published soon. But but I also got um, a couple things to just 
inspire a sense of possibility, but also uh, encourage a sense of what time really is. And those two things were, and these are inexpensive. Anyone can get them on Amazon. I got a, uh, you know, those advent calendars. I don't know if anyone would get one of those for Christmas, you know, where you kind of scratch off the days before Christmas. So I got, mm-hmm, I got a, mm-hmm. a map of the world because, you know, people often say, oh, I've been to X number of countries. I had no idea how many I'd been to. So I got an advent calendar of the world where you actually literally scratch off the countries you visited. And it's beautiful because now every time I walk by it, I see where I've been and I see the possibility of where I can go. And, and it's given me a, a new sense, like you're talking about, like with the prairie, a possibility over time, right? Like I'm not going to do that this year, but in the next 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, where, where could I go? And, and, and I want to be vital for when I experience those places. You know, Peter Tia talks about, you know, a lot of times like people are like, you know, XYZ goals at the gym. He's like, I want to be able to pick up my grandkids at 80, you know, and right. bend down and get on the floor and get back up easily. And um, the other piece, which actually he inspired me to get was the kind of the Stoics memento mori uh, weeks of my life calendar, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you have, but you literally take in a Sharpie and you after every week of your life, you kind of fill that in. And it's a visual representation uh, of how long you've lived. But actually inspired by this conversation, so that calendar is 88 years. Um, inspired by this conversation, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to get another one and extend it out probably another 20 uh, because I like the idea of actually like if I take care of myself, how could I extend right. the number of weeks in my life? Not just in terms of quantity of weeks, but also the quality of those weeks. So I, I, I actually... Um, I really, I really love that idea, and also taking on long-term projects. You know, I think there's a saying. If I'm getting it right, it's like most people dramatically underestimate what they can achieve in a year. Uh, excuse me, overestimate what they can achieve in a year, but dramatically underestimate what they can achieve in a decade. And I think when we, if we start thinking about like these long-term projects, and I, I think nature, like you're talking about with a prairie. That's something where it's like you're getting into generational goals and you're starting to think about things that 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 can flourish uh, over time. Let me ask you, what what's what has come alive for you since you've committed to this process, obviously, of building out this company, this this incredibly, you know, this incredible vitality shake. But as you've been drinking, so to speak, your own medicine, like what 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 Mm -hmm. what have you noticed in your own life in terms of results? The thing that has, I think I'm almost a year in, right? And the thing that I have noticed, there's long-term thinking. There's, there's, I'm preparing to try to age gracefully, uh, but I didn't, I didn't realize how much better today would feel that my current present mood, my energy would it affects everything you do, right? You know, if you have a really great night's sleep and you have the energy to face the day, you feel more confident, you feel more ambitious. And I I guess I just didn't realize like how much higher my ceiling of the good life was, of what my true potential was. And now I just kind of keep, I want to keep bumping that ceiling up. Like how good can I feel? Yeah. Like, you know, how strong can I be? Uh, how fast can I think? And I just keep removing these limits, yeah. you know, like, well, I, I didn't, I didn't know they were there, but when you break through it, you're like, I could have felt like this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, it's just super inspiring because it affects everything you do. Um, 
I've been really trying to focus on where I can be most impactful. And I spend a ton of time sharpening the saw, if you're familiar yeah. with that, one of the, the seven habits of effective people. Um, for me, I want to make two or three excellent decisions a day. Mm. And part of that is removing all of the other things that are not important and really being able to focus on prioritizing what are the two or three most important decisions I need to make today. But also, I'm getting the right sleep. I'm getting nutrients. I am hanging out with people I love. Uh, I'm exercising. I'm doing the things that give me energy and clarity. And then around like noon, I sit down and I go through with, with my team, you know, what is the, 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 the most important decision I can make on a yes or no or a strategy? The, these sort of movements are going to have the most effect on where we're going. And I want to be able to hit those out of the park with, uh, with an accuracy and efficiency mm-hmm. instead of getting drowned in all the other things. So I spend, you know, almost all my time preparing to become an elevated, effective person, and then really zooming in and just nailing those couple decisions that really matter. And then I optimize for life. Mm-hmm. I optimize for for joy and happiness because it's an incredible feedback loop, right? I prioritize my community. I prioritize lowering stress because it makes me more effective at the thing I'm trying to achieve. There's no point in me having success or, you know, creating things where it's net negative, right? Because everything will go down. So I really, I'm, I'm optimizing for having a better life as much as possible. And I feel like this is just one of several things that have just put me on the path. You know, it, it, it was the easiest low hanging fruit to start, right? What is the healthy habit that, oh, I just drink a chocolate shake. I can do that, mm-hmm. right? But it's inspired me to like, okay, well, now I have the energy and determination and I feel like I've made this improvement. Well, let's try lifting weights two or three days yep. a week. Let's start going for walks in the woods every day because it increases my my joy. It reduces my stress. It gives me a chance to like actively meditate, but also think about those decisions I'm going to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just this cascading effect. And then you don't want anything to be negative on that. So like, well, I, I'm going to make sure I get eight hours of sleep. I'm going to rip that alarm clock out. <laughs> I'm going to wake up when I want to wake yep. up. And uh, you start looking at just just life differently. It's very inspiring when you just start walking the path and you get this positive feedback loop in so many areas. Yeah, man, you hit on it right there. I I, I was proud of myself. You might, I don't know if you'll resonate with this, but I uh, another thing that I put in place this year is I, I got the aura ring and I've been measuring my, my sleep because you know I read Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. I highly recommend that book for anyone listening. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and last night for the first time, so I start when I started my process, I was stressed. I w- uh, you know, my average HRV was in the twenties. Uh, last night for the first wow. time, I hit seventy two on HRV, uh, which which for me was like a massive. It's usual, yeah, man really a massive improvement got an hour and a half of deep sleep because whereas i was tr- tending towards like 20 to 30 minutes because also as we age we generally get less deep sleep which is when our brain is kind of right. taking out the trash and rejuvenating itself doing this kind of rewiring process but you mentioned something that i really uh, quite honestly it's the focus of my book um and i'm not saying this from a self-interested point of view but i think it's one of the things that's least talked about including with with dr tia 
um, and 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 hopefully this will be something I, I'm able to share with them at some point. But is is relationships? So the Harvard research um, that has come out shows that the the single greatest corollary to our long term health and longevity. So how long we live and the quality with which we live is the quality of our long-term relationships. And, you know, I've been going deep on the blue zones, Dan Butner kind of under uncovered like mm-hmm. those, you know, those, those communities around the world that had the highest number of centenarians and what were the, for lack of a better term, ingredients in their lifestyle. And, um, and, and all of them had community at their core. And so I loved how you said that you're, you're prioritizing your time with loved ones prioritizing, reducing your stress and, and that notion, which I think is, is, is in some ways of all, all the things as it relates to, to longevity that, that I think a lot of people need to hear, like the stats are, are, are alarming over 60% of Americans, 60 identify as lonely. And I think that, uh, that one of the other things that we can do as we talk about ingredients for longevity is to think about um, how we can spend more time building relationships with people we love and, um, you know, and, and how we can show up in the best way for the, for those people we love. So for me, uh, one of the things I, I got asked a question, which may, I'll, if you want to take, if you want to take this question on Mike, I'd, I'd love to hear your answer as well. But I had a, I had a, a friend ask me a question. This was years ago, which was, what's the one thing that if you took away from your life, and the one thing that if you added to your life would have the most profound impact. And uh, think that through for yourself. For me at the time, and this was over a decade ago, um, it was if I cut out alcohol. Uh, I was living in New York City and you know, I was never an alcoholic, but I definitely drank a lot. Um, socially, it was, it, it was everywhere. Um, and the second was if I added, it would be like a profound, loving, nurturing relationship, uh, like love, love relationship. Mm-hmm. I haven't yet hit on the love relationship though. I think I'm getting close. Uh, I, ha- hey. I have cut out the alcohol and, and this is not to say, you know, I'm not, I'm not a teetotler telling everyone, Oh, you got to quit alcohol. I'm just saying from mm-hmm. my personal experience, what I've recognized is it's about how each of these inputs, I love what you're saying about the three things, you know, how each of these inputs have corollaries. So I wasn't necessarily, um, you know, I didn't come at it from a place of like, oh, I'm uber anti-alcohol. I just did a cost benefit analysis for my life. And I realized, one, the kind of people I'm surrounding myself with generally are more like, you know, party friends. They're not people that are going to be there for me if God forbid, you know, something bad happens or if I need help moving or whatever, you know, they're not the people, you know, as Oprah says, uh, everyone wants to be with you on the limo, which you wanted the people who want to be with you on the bus, you know, and, and I had a lot of limo friends, but I didn't have a lot of bus friends. And, and so I thought about, okay, one, I want to have more people that are really my ride or die people. But secondarily, um, I just realized I'm not 18 anymore in the way that like, if I drink a few drinks and wake up and feel no consequences, like at, at my age, I wake up and I feel like my whole day is kind of compromised, you know? And so when I do things like I did, which is take out alcohol, and then I actually put in inputs that make, like you said, make me feel great, like my momentum, my workouts, like people that I actually love to spend time with. Like, it's not just like those singular elements. It's kind of like what you were saying in the analogy of, of it's not one ingredient in the shake. It's kind of how they come together. Like those elements in life 
have led to exponential uh, exponential more fulfillment and the, and the and the joy and fun that actually cascades down from that fulfillment. Like I think before I was chasing fun for fun's sake, no matter how much it cost, mm-hmm. like how costly it was. Now it's like, how can I align my fun from a place of fulfillment, if that makes sense? Um, That's, yeah. Does that inspire? I totally yeah, understand what, that. What, Yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear I, any insights you have from what I just shared and or your own take on like your thoughts around sort of an additive or uh, or something you could take away as it, as it relates to how you think about, you know, these things for for creating that optimal life environment. I mean, all we can do really is additive or subtractive. Um, And I think the clickbait world, the nutrition world, we want to demonize all of these Mm -hmm. things, right? Or uh, angelicize all of these things. And there is no good or bad thing Mm -hmm. out there when it comes to, 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 to nutrition. You know, I've, you know, people are like, oh, carbs are, are the devil, right? Or, you know, uh, goji berries are you know, the miracle. So I, I want uh, to, to change the framing on that. Um, but so with alcohol, it, I don't want to say it's good or bad. I've, I don't drink. It's never something I started. And it wasn't from a health perspective. It was from a mental health perspective. Mm-hmm. Because as a kid, I saw the adults I really respected and loved why they were using it. And we have a pleasure and a pain compass, and we move and avoid our whole lives around this. And what alcohol does is it distorts that. Pain is a good thing. It tells you, let's stop doing this. You put your hand on a stove and you go, ow, I'm going to take my hand off a stove. And what, what drinking can do or drugs of you know any kind of nature is you can put your hand on the stove and you can dull that pain and it'll allow you to keep it there and not fix it. So you could stay in a, a relationship you don't, you know, that's not serving you. You could stay in a career that's not serving you and is actively creating a negative feedback loop. I did not want to let that into my life. I wanted to feel pain intensely and quickly adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has served me incredibly well. I just, I just can't put up with things yeah. that aren't, are, that don't feel good. I want to move towards things that do make me feel mm-hmm. good. Um, so that's how I kind of feel about alcohol. I don't think it's it's good or bad, but depending on how you use it, it can it can be a negative tool. I yeah. think uh, from a biological perspective, a lot of data has been coming out that it, it might be poison, right? And that was that's the only way I would categorize things that are are good or bad. Is like is this actively hurting your biology? Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to nutrition. I don't, I don't think that there are good or bad macronutrients, right? Uh, I think there's just too much food or not enough nutrients, right? And that's that subtractive and additive thing. Mm-hmm. Momentum is additive. Let's, let's get you to your maximum optimal nutrients, right? With as few calories as possible. Um, so can we get everything we need in as few calories? And then we can focus on just eating a little bit less, eating to satiety, uh, instead of overeating. Overeating is the same thing. You're trying to numb pain, totally. right? So if you can just remove these things that are numbing your pain, you'll be forced to address it. 
And then you'll have this positive feedback loop. You know, it's, it's very hard to eat healthy if you're not happy with your life. So that's why you go back to what you're talking about community. Uh, everything I invest my money in now is what I call a return on life. Mm. It's not about return on investment. So I spend money now. Will this increase my quality of network, my quality of time with people I love, uh, my own personal joy and happiness? Because if I can put money into those things, the feedback loop on it is going to be more tremendous in my creative output. So like I built a pickleball court yes. in my house. I built a, a you know cold plunge and a hot tub and you know a really advanced gym and I invite people over and uh, you know I just invested in this big outdoor kitchen and we we grill up a bunch of food. We have a pickleball tournament. You know we go sit at the new fireplace and the amount of not just joy and pleasure I get out of being you know, generous with my time and bringing people together. You know, I just learn so much. I get inspired. There's, there's no point in doing something if you have no one to share it yep. with. So the more people you have to share, the more inspired you'll be to become great, to do great. Um, so that's where my time and energy is going is return on life. I love that return on life. It, it evokes for me, um, Bill Perkins wrote a book you might have read if you haven't uh, definitely recommend it called Die with Zero. And uh yeah, yeah really help, you know, very successful hedge fund guy. Um but you know, he talks about how most of us are optimize well, we don't know what we're optimizing for or we're optimizing for what society conditions us to optimize for, right? So oftentimes, for example, that's wealth. Um you know, uh you know, there are people with so many billions of dollars, they couldn't even theoretically, there's no way they could spend it in this lifetime, yet they still work, you know, uh, incessantly. Now, if that's the sole source of their joy, you know, kudos to them. But many people haven't done the work to actually assess what am I optimizing for, you know? And, right. and so that return on life to me is highly aligned with that notion of like, you know, for me, I think if, if we have time ahead of us and we have our health, then we are wealthy beyond measure, right? Like, like you won the lottery to be living at this day and age. And if you have your, your health and your and, and time ahead of you, and no one would trade very few people, I think would, would, would trade places with Warren Buffett right now, because, you know, he, he's multi-billionaire, but he's 92 years old, you know, like, uh, right. so, so it's like, okay, with the time, the precious time we have, what are we optimizing for? What gives us that life? For me, I've really thought about, and I share exactly your orientation. For me, it's experiences. It's like, who, how can I create right. quality shared experiences with people I love? And how can I have the presence and the health and vitality to bring my full self to those experiences? And that's why, you know, it's one thing, of course, and I love geeking out on the science and and all of the elements, but in essence, it's like, okay, what's going to bring me back to my center and to my heart and, and to the, the, the man that I want to show up as such that I can create the most epic experiences with the people I love? Because ultimately, and this is an exercise I have in the book, it's it's kind of the eulogy exercise where, where you visualize your own death and you think back, most people are living their life, you know, to create goals that they've been trained to tick off for their resume. You know, it's like, Oh, I got to do this tick, tick, tick. But they're not actually thinking like who, if, if, if I'm on my deathbed, how do I want to be remembered? You know, who do I want to, to be there? What kind of experiences do I want to have shared with those people? And then kind of reverse engineering your life 
based on those things that are have that ROL, that return on life, like those investments that like bring you that great that great sense of joy and fulfillment and shared and shared experience. So I totally love your your orientation and your compass as it relates to that that notion of return on life. Um, I want to be mindful of your time. I know we're we're about to cross over the hour mark, but I want I also would love to just kind of uh, touch on. I got lots of time. Okay, man. good. That's right, because you've optimized your time so that you have freedom. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Well, I I do want to cover over just because also I have an in- inherent curiosity in them, uh, but some of the other ingredients uh, like omega three, lion's sure. mane, cordyceps. Um, if you could touch on some of the other ingredients and and how you came and and thought about putting them in and what the efficacy they have on us uh, are. Right. Sure. Um, in Peter Atia's book, Dr. Atia, uh, he talks about the four horsemen. And when you statistically are looking at what's going to kill you, it, back up. The first rule of longevity is don't die. Right. Right? right. So let's remove the highest risk things that we have in our immediate future. And that would probably include driving like an idiot or doing extreme, extreme sports with, you know, <laughs> the the risk benefit is just not there. Yeah. Let's remove those things. Let's remove things that are damaging us. But then when you look at how we're most likely to die, it's going to be heart disease. It's going to be cancer. It's going to be diabetes or a metabolic disease, or it's going to be, what was the fourth one? Um, dementia yep. or uh, like some Cognitive sort of brain decline, yeah. thing. <laughs> how ironic. Um, so we want to focus on trying to prevent those things. They're all age-related diseases. They are all your body accumulating damage in those areas faster than it can repair itself. So let's look at why that's happening. What is declining in those areas to allow damage to accrue and what can we do about it? So let's start with heart disease. Um, That is the calcification of your veins. And that's going to lead to a whole host of problems, not just heart attacks. You can't get nutrients to your muscles to allow them to repair if it's blocked by calcium. Uh, you know, you obviously can't get blood anywhere and you have a heart attack if it gets blocked. Mm. So one of the reasons that happens is that the calcium that is being deposited there is not going into your bones. And it's usually because of a vitamin D or a vitamin K2 deficiency. So if we can put those up at the levels they need to, we can take the calcium out of our blood and put it into our bones where it belongs. Uh, there's all kinds of studies that show this works. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, there's a study that shows vitamin K2 can reduce heart attacks by up to 50%. So those have to be in there at optimal forms and doses. Um, lion's mane is one of the is one of the exceptions I made. Obviously, your body is not made out of lion's mm-hmm. mane, right? It's an incredible mushroom, and there is a whole host of studies that show specifically a molecule it has is called beta-glucan. It can go and pass the blood-brain barrier, and it can, uh, it can inspire neurogenesis, the creation of new neurons in your brain. Um, and it's something you can feel immediately. Mm-hmm. Your focus improves. Your cognitive ability improves. I am an avid chess player, and they give you a, an international score versus you versus everybody else in the world that you play online. And I was probably in the top 60% as at like 1350 as an ELL score. And I had plateaued there for two years. I was playing like 15 games a week, and I had not improved at all for two years. 
and my, my best friend and I, uh, he plays, he's an even better chess player. He had plateaued for several years. We were not getting any better. We had learned all the strategy, not getting better. We kind of hit like the limits of our hardware. Mm-hmm. And within a month of taking this, our scores jumped 200 points. Hmm. Both, you know, we, we didn't, we just like checked in with each other. Like, Hey, did you get a lot better at chess? Cause I did. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> um, your brain can, your brain can elevate. Your brain can repair itself. It's really exciting. That's why Lion's Mane is in there. Specifically, the kind, though, is important. Uh, I know mushrooms are like the it thing right now, but almost every supplement out there is not actually using the fruiting body, what you would imagine a mushroom looks like. They're actually using the mycelium. That's the roots, right? Um, It's 100 times cheaper. Mm. So the way that it's grown is you put the, the mushroom spores in a bag of rice. And then that gets filled with roots. And then out of the bag, the mushrooms can grow. Uh, that's most. That's how most manufacturing takes place. Instead of just taking the mushroom part, they take the entire bag of rice and grind it up. So we're talking it's 70% plus just ground up rice. And then mostly the roots, which unfortunately have almost no beta-glucans. That's the effective compound mm. in it. 99% of beta-glucans are just in the flowering part which you would imagine, right? Like if you go to an apple tree, uh, you're not going to get juice out of the roots. If you were to smoke some marijuana and someone gave you the roots, you'd be like, whoa, <laughs> this, is not, uh, this is not what I was expecting. So ours is grown on wood, just the flowering part is used, it's organic, and it has the really effective things that you're going to feel, and it's going to help repair your brain hopefully slow down things like Alzheimer's and anything else that is a degenerative disease in your brain. Um, cancer, if we go back to that, there's, there's two folds to that, right? There's DNA mutating and not being repaired. That's pretty much what a cancer cell is, right? And then your immune system not being able to track in on it normally and take it out with your T cells. So if we can add things that are made for the repair of your DNA, we can do something about it. So that's what an NAD precursor is. That's also what TMG is, trimethylglycine. Mm. So the process of repairing your DNA requires a methyl donor. That's a lot of B vitamins, um, but TMG also methylfolate. Um, So it requires these methyl donors to have this process happen. Also lowers homocysteine, which is another cause of aging. Uh, so that's why that is in there. And then um, protein and collagen are for muscle building and synthesis uh, to help you stay strong. What else am I missing? Mag- the electrolytes like magnesium, yeah, magnesium, potassium, those are all in there required for your nervous system and like a whole host of other things. There's, there's 30 plus ingredients in here. And then there's a bunch of things that aren't in there on purpose. There's no superfoods. There's, you know, like we're not grinding up. Uh, a salad and then pretending that that's got some secret magic sauce in it. Uh, it's not providing you the vitamins and nutrients. It just sounds healthy, right? So this stuff's not in there. Um, we don't have any artificial flavors or preservatives. We only use real organic chocolate and real organic cane sugar. And I know people freak out when I say the word sugar, but we're using three grams, which is the equivalent of a half of a date. All right. And the reason we do that is I don't trust erythritol or all these other 
made up sugars or alternatives, we just don't know what that's going to do to your body. I know that humans have been using sugar in fruit and uh, cane sugar uh, for millennium, right? We know what it does to your body. We know how it works. And I just don't want to do an experiment. So let's keep it real. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it low and make it taste good enough that you're going to actually look forward to having it. Because there's no point in making this shake if it tastes like garbage, right? It's got to be something you look forward to. It's a ritual. It's easy. Beautifully said. Is that kind of answer some of those yeah, questions? <laughs> you hit it all at once, actually. Um, one thing I would say, I, I don't know if you mentioned digestive enzymes. Is that just to foster the processing right. of it all? So something that happens as we get older is these digestive enzymes decline. Mm-hmm. And that's why we start to see things like lactose uh, are, is a problem for people. Um, there are five enzymes in the shake and they're responsible for different things. One is breaking down lactose. Another is breaking down fat. Another is breaking down the fiber. Um, and I, I'm blanking on the other two right off the top of my head, but everything that's in the shake has an enzyme to go along with it to help it break down. Uh, that way you don't have any irritability and also it's going to be there for your next meal and just help you digest and not cause inflammation or bloating or any kind of discomfort. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to tell you what, for those watching um, and for those listening, uh, Momentum, where can people find you online? Because um, I like your slogan, by the way, live better longer. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, where can people um, order Momentum? Because let me tell you what, my people, it's freaking amazing. Uh, real simple, MomentumShake.com. Uh, every order includes a welcome kit, which is one of these stainless steel shakers. Uh, a metal spoon and a gratitude health tracking journal that I designed. Um, I include those things because I want to eliminate any reason for you not to have an incredible experience. It's like a $50 value that is included on your first order. Um, it's basically it's $5 a serving and that is not inexpensive. And I understand that that's a problem for some, for some people it might be out of reach. Uh, the reason it costs that much is because it's incredibly expensive to make. Uh, just complete transparency. It costs us about, what would it be like $3 a serving to make? Okay. And I wanted to make it as inexpensive as possible uh, while still being able to be sustainable. So that's why it's priced it at that level. If you wanted to buy all these ingredients separately, it would be $300 to $400 a month. Plus you'd have to do the work of buying them all and curating it and testing them and then taking 20 or 30 pills separately. So I'm trying to make this easy. I'm trying to make it as inexpensive as possible while maintaining the highest quality standards. Yeah. I think, I think it's, I really appreciate your transparency. And I think, you know, if someone had no context and they're like, Oh, okay, well that sounds expensive. But then when, as, as you said, you know, if you think about it in the context of, um, all if you if you're one trying to get all those things from all these different sources, none of which you have any quality control over, uh, it would be way more expensive. Right. And two, um, you know, I think the other piece, which I just think in general, a lot of us, including myself, um, need to think about. You know, growing up again in a in a family where deals were were sort of celebrated and prioritized and whatnot, is is I think a lot of us are. Um, are we, we don't necessarily look at things from a point of view, of view of value. We look at them only from a point of view of price. And health is priceless, like literally the most valuable thing we have. 
And if there's a key, you know, there's always the myth of the fountain of youth, so to speak. But if you find a key to help enhance your longevity with the greatest scientifically proven ingredients, then to me, that's priceless and of huge value. And so, you know, I just say that to, to, to share. I mean, one, I think, you know, that's if you, I live in LA, you know, a smoothie here at Erwan is, is almost $20. So five bucks ain't a whole lot. <laughs> even, even in Idaho, the coffee, the the co- Midwest, the coffee you know. at the gas station was three bucks. So, so $5 is not, not, not a crazy amount for this, for an absolute, you know, supercharge to your, to your system, your, your you know, your longevity, your health. Um, and also, I just I just think in general, and, and this is something I'm saying as much to myself as those listening, is I just think we need to prioritize the things that we truly value. And I think, you know, health is is is, is the thing, health relationships and our time. It's, health is the new status symbol for our generation. Yeah. I don't have anywhere to put it. They, like you can have all the Louis Vuitton bags you want, all the Rolexes, yep. but if you're not healthy, if you're not visibly healthy yep. it's not it's a huge social disadvantage and it's an incredible advantage to be at your best 100 um and i think like you're talking about like brad pitt looking incredible for his age you know that's that's status oh yeah that is that is that is something that you almost can't buy right um or if you I mean you obviously you can right like that's that's the difference for him right he's spent probably a ton of money on investing in his yep. health and People are going to care way more, way more about that than almost anything else you could spend money on. That's return on life is investing in your health in all facets of it. That's that's spot on. And I and I, I you just kicked that for me. It's just like there's nothing better to invest in, you know. And because that that also pro- yep. provides dividends, right? It, it you're 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 firing at more cylinders. You're probably you know you get you get better work done. You're more vital. It has the cascade. More attractive, more attractive. You, you know, it has a cascade effect of uh, into into every other area of your life. So, um, man, Mike, I, I I'm I think I'm going to become come. I'm likely going to come visit you when I head up to Wisconsin, man. I got to see this pick pickleball court. Um, but no, man, for, <laughs> for for everyone everyone listening, literally, you 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 know, you guys know. I I've done this show now. I think I'm. I think this is going to be like the two hundred and something episode of the show. Uh, I'm very, very sparing in um, in recommending endorsing uh, products because oftentimes I just don't know exactly the full 360 on it. Uh, I wholeheartedly endorse this. I feel I feel amazing. I've been using the product now for weeks. I will be using it, you know, for the months to come. And I feel freaking amazing. Um, and so, so yeah, so check it out, momentum.com, uh, momentumshake.com, excuse me, momentumshake.com. Yes. And, uh, and Mike, man, it's an absolute honor and pleasure to have you on the show. It's my pleasure to be here. And I, I hope if, if I can leave anything with, with folks that you have more power than you think to adjust the quality of your life. It's within your control. and. That's what you're. That's what you should be focusing on. Nothing else matters if you're not here and you're enjoying life. And the flywheel of positive feedback is just incredible when you start making that your main priority. Um, anything is possible. I, I I feel better than ever, and I hope this can inspire people to see that you can create something you're proud of. 
it can be purposeful and meaningful just in the pursuit of making something that is as good as it possibly can be. Mm-hmm. Man, mic drop moment. I'll, I'll say it's inspired me also because um, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like what's worthy of a pursuit in and of itself, right? Not, not, not in a zero-sum game of I, for me to win, you have to lose. What's the greatest win-win that I can create, right? Where everyone wins um, in the pursuit of it, and there's no there's no end game. It's just this is this is my this is my legacy. I want to build something I'm truly proud of. So uh, you should be very proud of this, Mike, and uh, and I'm very grateful that we connected. Well, thanks so much, man. I hope I hope you have a great day, and I hope to get you out here and play some pickleball. <laughs> that sounds great to me, man. Um, thank you so much.